So, did you know that the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV has a free trial and includes the entirety of A Realm Reborn and the award-winning Heavensward expansion up to level 60 with no restrictions on playtime? Except it doesn't. Eorzea's full, Moon's full, fuck off, shit's full. No mentioning the show in the title this week. No, no introducing you all. Just shit's full. Fuck off. <laughs> because it's true. <laughs> it's it's yep. too true. How <clears throat> is everyone doing? And welcome to episode 158 of the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe podcast. My name, of course, is Gavril. This is Neth. Hey. Who is not visible today. She is having a day. I am uh, sick. And I'm not going on camera while I'm sick. <laughs> Evan. Hello. And Chris. Hola. Uh, yeah. So, um, it's been a busy couple of weeks again. Um, fucking video game news, man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. More shit. More shit, as always. Well, um, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll get let's in. Get the, we, let's we'll get the fun get stuff into, out of the way. Yeah, we're not going to get into that too much this week. We did that last week and we're done with it for the moment being or the week before. I don't remember, but uh, everything is a blur. Time is an artificial construct. Hey, Kevin, what have you been up to the last couple of weeks? Man, we started playing a new video game called Icarus. <laughs> and Sorry. it's uh, pretty fun. It's like a survival game with a point. Kind of. Well, yeah, it has well, objectives. The problem is that you and LB don't treat it like it has a point. I mean, what we've... The, okay, so this game has a very complicated skill system and a tech tree that is... It's a survival game, but it's mission-based survival game. So you have a point to the mission that you're doing, but you have to survive to complete the mission. So it's like... I don't know, part objective, part not objective, because you can just fuck off and not worry about the objective and just play the game. Or you can just, like, speed through the mission and do the mission, which we've mm -hmm. done both, but I think building is funner. Um, funner? And yeah, it's more fun. Funner. So More fun. I'm going to Fun detected. I'm going to start crinkling paper. Fun detected. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think like Neth might actually even enjoy it because like her no. whole thing with Valheim. I was... don't think Neth would enjoy this at all. You don't think? Well, uh, her no, whole thing I was think... yeah. They it doesn't have a point, and this game actually does have a point. It has a point, but the problem is, is that it is so convoluted in its tech tree and its skill tree that I think that would be a major turnoff for her because she can't just simply go, okay, I get to go kill things now. I mean, it kind of does. And it has yes, sniper animations. To, yes, it does, have, it does have kill cam animations, but <laughs> I think the fact that you're kind of married to the fact that it's not a soloable game. It's a soloable game, but it is brutally difficult as a solo game. Mm -hmm. Like, 
ridiculously difficult as a solo game. Um, and as a group, you don't have enough skill points to be able to get all of the things and all the buildings that you would need in a solo That's game. True. Okay, this so, sounds annoying already. Yeah, you have to, like, you can't... It, it's possible to get enough stuff to do bare bones what you need it to do as a solo player, but if you really want to maximize it, you need people that are specialized in certain things. Like, I build tools and armor and weapons and kevin builds um materials and things that you cooking. need cooking and things like that uh he builds the things that we need to get to higher tech levels lb does building stuff lb is focused on construction like if you want to really get deep into it you need to specialize so I don't think that would be very much up your alley, Neth. That's just my opinion, though. Well, no, like I, I same thing with like Vanguard. I didn't. In, was it Vanguard? No, not Vanguard. What the fuck was the name of that stupid game? Alheim. Thank you. I knew it was a V. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Like, I, I just it, it wasn't, you know, like I like having like go out, do this, come back and like, eh. You know, like that there's reason and a purpose and yeah. I, Everything has to kind of work together and tie yeah, in. Yeah. And the game doesn't have to actively work against you. Yeah. In the tech in the tech side of things. Yeah. Also, I don't <laughs> want to have to be forced to have to play with other people to be able to successfully play a game. Because like, you know, you guys aren't always on when I'm able to hop on and play. Like I tend to play a lot of the time on the weekends, especially like early in the morning. You guys are still fucking asleep. Yep. Chris is playing Final Fantasy because that's all he does. True. Yeah. And you, know you honey? <laughs> going into the game, I can go in by myself perfectly fine because I've my the specialization I chose means I can make my own tools and I can uh, I can do all my own hunting and do all my own shit by myself. I have a combat focused skill tree. So it's fine because I can just go in and handle myself. But if I want to do something more complicated, I need LB or Kevin there as well. And I, th I think that's what kind of the fun of the game is, is that like you okay, could potentially play alone, but when you're playing with other people, you don't have to worry about as much. You can focus on a single thing and be good doing that. And you know, Gavril can go get minerals and I can be cooking food and LB is making the house and something. You know, we could all um, kind of be doing our own things. Until you aggro two elephants because a cougar decided to attack you and then 15 hyenas, three cougars, and <laughs> another elephant all show up at the same time to start beating on your ass because for some reason elephant AI is tied to predator AI. <laughs> okay. It's uh, a soft spot there. Jesus. confused. Yeah. We had to put down some elephants. Jesus, it wasn't a choice. I mean, why did hey, you, you have to freeze like put down so, some elephants? Yeah, he's not wrong. We had to put them down. So in the game, for some godforsaken reason, elephants are most are about ninety percent of the time passive, ten percent of the time they're territorial. Mm -hmm. But their AI is tied to the creatures surrounding them. Okay. So if you kill a predator or a carnivore that's attacking you 
that, you know, because it just decided to attack you because it's a predator. Mm -hmm. They will then aggro onto you, even though all you were doing was defending yourself. Yep. And then you have to either run away or put them down. Yep. So, yeah. Okay, that's horrible, and I officially don't like this game if you have to kill elephants. I'm out. You don't don't have to kill elephants. You can run away from them. Yeah, you can run away. I mostly just kill them. Also, bears and polar bears run fast as fuck, yo. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. Polar uh, bears so, are tanks, bruh. But yeah, yeah sorry, go ahead. I mean, I, I like the complicated tech tree. I was not a fan of how brutal the, like, you, I mean, you have to worry about air, water, and food, which is one more than we had to worry about in Valheim. And it is annoying to keep those up at all times at lower levels without having some of the goodies that I've built sorry, later. Why do you have to need to worry about air? Does your planet just not have air? It's thin atmosphere. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, it, it is kind of annoying to deal with until you get to like early slash mid game. And then you don't really have to worry about it anymore because there's tools that help you like oxygen bladders and things like that to prevent you from running out of air quickly. Um, so it's a thin atmosphere, but fires are fucking endemic for some reason. That's not how physics work. I know that's not how physics works. I literally had a rant about this while we were playing the fucking game. Yes. Um, including like lightning strikes and fires and ha- like we're having to need to build like lightning rods now so that our house doesn't catch on fire from a bolt uh, of lightning. Built with wood. Yep. Although it's getting converted to aluminum. But anyway, uh, yeah, and between the maps, you can get like what they call exotics, which are like items that you can bring down to the planet with you, which make you more powerful to begin with, which helps with some of the early game stuff. And in general, it's a fun game and I'm enjoying playing it. And it's, you know, part creative, part survival, part RPG and kind of like ticks all the boxes for me. So, yeah. I think fun. it's far too convoluted for its own goddamn good. Mm-hmm. I mean, true, but you can choose to interact with those things or you can choose not to. It's it's a fucking beta. Okay, Kevin, it's a beta. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's been some problems with yeah. It's been out for two weeks. It's yeah. a beta. I mean, they did have like I think 50,000 people play it like already or something like that. I was seeing some concurrency numbers, so yeah, I don't think they were ready for launch. They had pushed back the original launch um, and did like beta weekends for like two or three months. They did like every other weekend you could play like a level in the beta, um, but it's gotten to a point where it's mm-hmm. just come out now, but it's not fully done. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been an interesting game. So that's what I've been mostly doing. Now, talking about survival games, this. Spawn's been playing um, Project Zomboid, and that's been interesting to watch. Okay. Not familiar with it. Same. Um, what is it? So you're basically, it's like, it's after the zombie apocalypse, and so you're like, you're a survivor, and so you have to avoid hordes of zombies, find resources like generators and gas, and like, there's no power, there's no water, there's, right? So you have to like, that if you're he's on a server with a bunch of people that they're working together and like they're building like an entire community to like 
do stuff. Um, so it's been kind of interesting to watch him play, but it's it's neat because like you can go and you'll like find like abandoned houses and you like search through the houses and like you'll find books that give you new skills like that, you know, improve your hunting or whatever. And it, it's it's been interesting to watch him play it. And I actually kind of might want to try that one. Is there any base building or no? Well, I mean, kind of. But not like you're talking about. Like you, you kind of use like existing structures and fortify them instead of okay. like build from scratch, right? So you could like go to a school and then like fortify it and keep. The well, yeah, like out. if you can, if 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 that's the building that you find. Like I don't know what all the buildings are, but. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds interesting. It does. Okay. 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 That might be a fun one to get a go. Uh, Chris, I hesitate Hi. to ask you, but what have you been up to for the last two weeks? <laughs> oh, oh, I wonder what I've been playing. I wonder. <laughs> um, I fucking wonder. I haven't seen you, so, you know, it's kind of hard to tell what you've been up to. I've been playing nothing but Final Fantasy XIV. <gasps> I'm shocked. I know. I, I it's, it, Shocked is the only word I can use to describe how shocked you are. Yep. Um flabbergasted yes. uh final fantasy Ooh, 14 I like that word. that's a good word as uh, it's pretty much all i've been playing uh i finished the msq i <sighs> wept multiple times throughout the story oh um, really you're crying like a bitch bitch boy okay like seriously no spoilers because we no, no, have established 100%. now what a stupid thing i've done but yes you have done a uh, massively stupid thing it's kind yeah. of funny um but no i will not spoil anything um my friends knew exactly the point that was going to break me um, because obviously I was, I was leveling Sage. So for the first day, all I did was do dungeons, do Bozja, just get as much XP as I could on the Sage. So I didn't actually start the MSQ until the Saturday because um, I had a lot of issues when it first launched, actually. I had to reinstall the game twice. Um, and... I remember seeing you saying at one point that you yeah. had to reinstall, and I was thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> so, um, funny story. It's, it's, here's why I had to reinstall the game twice. So, when I first reinstalled 14, I put it onto my normal hard drive. Dumbass. Uh-huh. Forgetting that, oh, this game has a lot of loading screens. That's a mistake. So I shifted it over. When uh, the 6.0 patch went live, it decided, oh, the original location is on your D drive, so we're going to put everything there. Um, oh. So the game was trying to pull from two different directions, and it wasn't working very well. So I oh, did a dear. repair, which is, <laughs> so I did a repair, which is essentially a reinstall, downloads everything again if needs be, um, and that's what it did into the D drive. And I was like, why is the game running so slow? It's it, like I'm in and it's running fine now, but it's so slow. There's loading, loading screens are ages. It doesn't feel like it's responding like it normally does. So about six hours in, I realized, oh, it's running off my D drive because my G shader is not working. So I uninstall the game entirely and reinstall it onto the C drive as its, as its base location. Reinstall G shade. And then I have to sit in a four-hour queue. I got my Sage to 8, so I jumped into the MSQ. 
all of my friends are already ahead of me. So it's like, okay, I'll, I, I'm a healer. I'll be fine. I'll just grab, I'll just grab our gunbreaker tank, and he can tank dungeons and get me quick cues. Yada yada yada. Because everyone was leveling sage, so like healer cues were garbage for a while. Um, and everyone, everyone once they got to that part, they were every single one of them. Oh, that's gonna break him. That's gonna fucking break him. Um, <laughs> they were Cat right. Boys got no dicks. <laughs> uh, I got to that part. And because I, I was, because they were watching me, because they wanted to watch me play through, because they've done it all. No, so they they had done all the stories, so they wanted to watch me do it. So I was on Discord streaming it, and I got to that part. Uh, watched the cutscene, broke and sat, and the cat. I just sat there for twenty minutes. I actually flagged me for AFK because I sat there for so long after the cutscene. Oh my god! Like ugly cry. Like ugly cry, and it was ugly cry for the rest of the zone. No. Yeah, for the rest of the zone. Okay, now is this strictly because you were playing Sage, or was it like is nope. it the story period? The story period. Oh God. Okay. Um, I think you'll. I think when you get to that point, Neth, you'll know what point it is. I think Gav, you finished the story, haven't you? No, I have not. I am. Um, okay. I'm at that one place where you're seeing some familiar faces and unfamiliar faces. Oh, you're in the, you're in the, in my opinion, the second best zone of the game. I'm probably halfway done with it. Maybe more. I'm not sure. I'm like 87. Yeah. You got some real good stuff coming up. You got yeah. some real good stuff coming up. Yeah. yeah like that's... I haven't even bought it yet because once I realized what I had done with the MSQ, I was like, well, there's no point in me buying the expansion yet because yep. <laughs> I got a ways to go. I mean, if you want to be a bun boy, there's a point of buying the expansion. No. Okay. Um, but yes, no, it, it broke me. The MSQ broke me. Aww. I was, um, it's, yeah, it's very good. Very good. Well, I'm glad that it's very good. <laughs> not the not the broken you part, but I'm glad that it's very good. At some it's point, fine. I'll be caught up. Someday. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, ex I'm excited for everyone to see it. Gav, when you get no, but seriously, when the two, when you Gav and L, because I don't think I don't think Kevin plays LB it anymore. has not played yet since when the when the launched. three of you get to that part because Seth knew Seth knew it was going to break me. Stanford <laughs> 100% knew it was going to break me. Um, when you three get to that point, I think you'll know what it was that broke me. I mean, they've established some story tropes and things up to this point that I'm figuring I know where the story's going at this juncture. Uh, in the area I'm at. Um, has we're I'm trying to be vague here. Um. I'm at the point in that Should area. Should I take my headphones off? No, no, I no, don't no. Think, we're we're I think being as be vague enough. as humanly possible. I think I can be vague enough on this. I'm at the point where we're... Oh, the reports were just filed. Okay. Yeah, you know where I'm at now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reports yeah, yeah, yeah. just got filed, and we did that whole chase sequence. Right. Okay. So you're running up to the next part with her. Well, okay. 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 I know exactly where you are. Yeah. Yeah. So 
that's for reference. That's where I'm at currently. I know that there's at least two more zones. I think there's two more zones for you to do. There's two more dungeons and uh, one trial that will have an extreme equivalent and one story trial that will get an extreme equivalent later on. Okay. I and I, I, we mentioned before the show that I had difficulty with one of the story dungeons. I'm actually, I'm actually, actually, I'm at the dungeon for that area, Chris. Yeah. I'm at okay. The yeah. Yeah. I'm just before the dungeon. I'm going to do it as a trust because by I'm the way, sick and dungeon is really fucking good. I'm going to do it as a trust really good. because I'm done with dealing with tanks in the queues. Yeah. Before we before we were, were recording, I was doing an expert with um, a tank that was wall to wall pulling and refusing to pop any mitigation. As I said to these people, thank God Sage is designed to heal through stupid. Yeah. Um, yes, so you've been playing 14. We've, we've, we've yes. gone off on a bunny trail. Um, Neth, what have you been up to? Um, so I've been playing Vanguard. Okay. Flash Warzone. Um, I finished yesterday's Origins, which I talked about on the last one. And I back up and have been doing a bit more in Valhalla which I haven't played in a while I took a break from it just because there's so much to do and so I hopped back in and I've been cleaning up some zones and doing a bit more story quests and yeah okay and I've been sick as hell this week so nothing this week <laughs> short sweet and to the point I like it cool um myself oh, I I have been playing Icarus, as we mentioned, with Kevin and LB. I've been playing 14 when I'm able to. Uh, that doesn't mean shit. Like I said, I, I've already talked with... You've just heard me talk to Chris about where I'm at in the storyline. Um, I Last night, I started the New War uh, cinematic story quest in Warframe, which just came out on the 15th, I think it was, or 16th. Um, Kevin, if you do decide you want to jump into that, unfortunately, you are going to need a Necromech. Mm, okay. Is Warframe the game that I can't even watch you play? Yes, yes. It's one you of the motions that I can watch. Yes. Um, and I played a small bit of It Takes Two with Kevin last week. Oh yeah, that's right. Is that fun? Uh, we, yeah. I, we were having fun trying to kill each other. It looks really cute, and I want to play it. Same. I can play it with either of you. Yeah. Um. Actually, that's the fun thing about that game. Uh, it has a friend pass, basically. So he can invite anybody to come play with him. That's cool. I mean, you can download the game now if you want, and yeah. you can play with anyone who's actually bought the game. Yep. So you can buy it on, uh, you can download it on the Origin. Uh, it's called the Free Trial or Friend Pass. And uh, yeah, you can just get invited right. to a full game with anybody that owns it that's on your friends list. Wow. I forgot. I forgot that like even if you get it through Steam, it still makes you download Origin. Makes you go through Origin yeah. because it's yeah. an EA game. So annoying. It's an indie, but it's in, but it was published by EA, so they're they're financially <laughs> interested yeah. in it. I mean, um, I'm kind of impressed with the mechanics in the game because it does require both people to like do things in coordination with one another and yeah. has timing and very interested to see how that game plays when you're not on discord with the other person <laughs> oh yeah but i'm, I'm saying about how. like ping mechanics and stuff in the game nope not really the kind of is there's there's a very rudimentary ping system to it i was gonna say because if, if portal 2 has pings for its co-op i'm assuming that uh, you know more modern ones will and I'm 
mostly invested in getting this show done today because I have to go get my booster shot. So you're getting stabbed today. Yeah. That's Let's what my keep last it rolling. Day. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, I think that's really about it for the last period of time for us. Um, any feedback shit to talk about? No. no. Okay. They don't talk. They don't. They don't. They don't say those things. <laughs> Kevin. What? Your, your countries? countries. Your countries. That's the only. That's the next thing on the list, mm. Kevin. On the show there's notes. People, the there's thing. people that listen to the show from all over the world. Did you know that we have listeners from the U.S., the Russian Federation, Canada, Germany, and the United mm. Kingdom over the past thirty days? We did. Iraq is no longer on our list. <laughs> no. After um, we shit on them in the last episode, which you didn't I listened to. Shit on Iraq. <laughs> like, wait, there's people on Iraq? What? It was then... weird. <laughs> we didn't expect uh, to see Iraq on the list, okay? We didn't. I didn't expect it either. It was shocking. Um, shocking. Shocking. But. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's move on. How's that? I love you guys. <laughs> I, I was looking at the magic cards on my desk and hoping I had a copy of Shock that I could hold up, but I don't. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. I don't have a copy of Shock on my desk. Sadly. We um, have okay. some news stories. I think the 14 one's probably first. We definitely you... had some stuff we wanted to talk about, yeah. Oh, should we go start with the 14 one then? Oh, I was sure. going to say, can we start with mine? Because my throat's really sore. Go for it. We'll start with yours. Let's okay. So um, what, 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 is, what is drawing your attention this week, Neff? So, because I play a lot of Vanguard and Warzone still, I can't believe the fact that you guys get me into this and then everybody fucking abandoned me and I'm still playing. How do you think I fucking <laughs> you? I didn't get you into it. Anyways, um, so the... Holiday event is now live. It's called Festive Fervor. It involves really weird, creepy-looking elves and Krampus and a whole bunch of cosmetics and stuff that you can get for completing different challenges in either Vanguard or Warzone. Um, it's quite fun so far. I've I've only played a couple couple quick games before we started today. I, I hadn't had a chance earlier this week because again, sick. So I've spent most of my week sleeping. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's kind of fun. The, the whole point of the elves is you have to find them hiding in the multiplayer maps and kill them. <laughs> so, I'm having fun with that. You can hear them laughing and you have to figure out where the fuck they're hiding. But, uh, yeah, so that went live yesterday, I think. I think it went up yesterday, mm -hmm. but it's live. Um, when's it last till? Sorry, bear with me. Okay. Up, I said, take your time, you're good, Jesus. <laughs> so aggressive. I don't know. It's live for a while. I don't know when it's fucking live till I can't find it. Um, but also at the same time, um, anybody who owns Vanguard or purchases it before December 31st, um, on top of like what you already get for purchasing it, you'll get um 10 Battle Pass tier skips for Season 1, um, a bunch of boosts that last the entire season, and um, the Season 6 of 
Black Ops Cold War had a bunch of Vanguard tiers, tiers added to it so that you would start with stuff. Um, so you'll get all of those 24 tiers that if you hadn't already earned them, you'll get them for free. Um, and that's until December 31st. So. And I'm assuming it's not on sale until after that. No idea, because I already own it, so I have no idea if it's on sale or not. <laughs> Plus, I don't see the same sale prices that you guys do, so if I said something was on sale, it wouldn't look right to you guys, because I see shit in Canadian dollars on their store, so. Uh, fun I, fact. Last, last time I played it, I was just completely just, like, irritated by the fact that the game won't even run. And I was just like, I got to deal with this oh, again no, run. Run every time I start playing it again. Yeah, like the frame rate's all fucking jacked up. And I like sit there and fuck with it, like visual cues and stuff or, or like visual settings for like several games. And I don't know, um, I don't know why, because I haven't had any problems. Probably because he uninstalled and reinstalled. Yeah, uh, the game is on sale right now for $38.99 US. Well, there you um, go. I found a funny story about <clears throat> the holiday event, Neff. What? Oh. Um, apparently, Krampus is active in the CDL scrim uh, map pool. Mm -hmm. CDL is the Call of Duty League. That's their professional esports division. Oh. <laughs> apparently, Krampus is active in there for some reason, and apparently, he's nice. rooting scrimmage map matches. I'm assuming he's not supposed to be. <laughs> that, that would be the assumption. Uh, <laughs> is it wrong that I find that funny? <laughs> no, no, but it's just like the most. Day starts the CDL Challengers Cup which is the second major event for its uh, official amateur league, for the Call of Duty official uh, amateur league. This is why they shouldn't play on the latest version of the game. They should play on, like, the last version or something. Stable. Stable release, yeah. That's, I, I kind of, that's something that I agree isn't that what with. Most, isn't that what most places do? I, I mean, that's what did. League and Dota both do. Yeah. I think Dota does that now. LB could correct me on that, but... I know League definitely does that. Yeah, League definitely 100% runs a single patch through their entire... Uh, hey, through their... Uh... Heroes used to do that. <laughs> yep. Right. So, that was my only story, and now I get to be quiet and listen to you guys and not be in pain. Oh, honey. Okay. So, Chris wants to talk 14 stuff. Okay, that's, 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 in fairness, it's good information, okay? Yeah, but we also can't, we also don't get to talk much about 14 because we have to be very vague for everybody else. Yes, but this isn't, in fairness, this isn't story stuff. This is, this is in regards to congestion. So we can talk as much as we need to be. I know yeah. all about congestion right now. Yes. So, but but first off, before I mention the congestion, uh, the the Christmas <clears throat> event is live on fourteen. It went live yesterday. You get two minions from the storyline that is available. Um, you can pick that up in Gridania at the amphitheater. Uh, it's the minions are adorable. The storyline's kind of cute as well. Where are they? Uh, I will show you the later. Beard, something okay. else. Mm -hmm. Maybe. They are very cute. Um. So. Uh. 
as as is very common with Square Enix and the Final Fantasy XIV team, we have been getting a lot of um, letters from the producer and developer of Final Fantasy XIV, Naoki Yoshida. Uh, we had one on the 16th that's uh, giving us some more information on what's going on with the current queue times and congestion issues that they are experiencing. Um, the first thing that they want they mention is that uh, there will be additional game time compensation for all players with active subscriptions and active accounts as of December 21st at 8am GMT. Um, so uh, if you ha- if you if that applies to you, you will get an additional 14 days game time, which works out as a total of 21 days, three week, a three week period that we have been given in compensation game time. Um, this game time will go live in conjuncture with the scheduled maintenance and downtime release for patch 6.01, which will bring out the normal rating tier. Uh, So that's going live next week. Let's see what else. Um, We we have also, this is the big one, they have currently suspended uh, delivery of package versions and temporarily suspended all digital sales of Final Fantasy XIV Starter Edition and Complete Edition. They have also disabled the ability to create a free trial um, account for Final Fantasy XIV because wow. the game's full. We're we're not taking it. We're no. There are no vacancies. Did they say what the reason was? No room at the inn. Um, the, the, that's essentially the reason. That's essentially the reason, Kevin. Um, the, they they don't want to make the congestion worse by new people coming in and playing, and especially mm. for the trial accounts, <clears throat> they're only able to play outside of peak hours because of the fact that the queues prioritize paying customers. So for for trial accounts, there is no reason for them to be available to have new trial accounts because they can't actually play. And in regards to upgrading to main accounts, well, it's the same. It's just going to add to more, add to the congestion issues that they're already having. Um, with with the suspension of any kind of purchasing of the game, they've also suspended all new advertisements and anything like that. Because, well, if you see an advertisement for Final Fantasy fourteen and you can't buy it, it doesn't feel very good now, does it? Yeah, it would be a little frustrating. Yeah, so um, they are currently working with their retail partners and they have suspended all online purchases uh, on their stores and any trial of availability is also already disabled. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's a, it's, it's a bad problem, but it's a good problem to have. Your game's too popular. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a matter of... Uh you know, being too successful for your own damn good. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Um, uh, they did also bring up, uh, sorry, they did also bring up information on the upcoming patch schedule. So they, we obviously are aware that the uh, 601 is going live next week, but they made, but you talk, spoke about the 605 release, which is scheduled for uh, January 4th, which is uh, the first Tuesday in January. Um, they, as long as everything continues as it is going, they will release the patch. Um, 
we're, the hope is that the congestion period will dip during the holidays and it will not go back to the way it was. Um, but we will be getting the first Savage tier as of Tuesday the 4th of January on schedule. Uh, this will not only have the Savage tier, but it'll have some balance passes on the, on the jobs, uh, introduce the new tombstones, new crafting recipes, treasure maps, all that jazz. Um. Tombstones, yes, that's what I meant to say. I always say tomb, but I mean to say tomb. I'm just being a dick. Can't help it. No, but I, I want people to correct me on that one because I always do it wrong and it annoys me. I'm not going to say what the name of the raid is because that's actually spoilers. So, <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yes, the, as lo- the, they're wanting to release it on time because if they delay it, it's going to affect uh, future patch releases. So we want to make sure they want, and they've already had to delay patches. I mean, they've already uh, had to delay once because they, they fucking missed the full moon. So it's not, e- it's not even the Endwalker delay. They had to delay patches at the start of COVID and that had a running effect on everything. So they, they don't want to have to revisit that. So they want to make sure that they get everything is out when they can and when it's ready. And they don't want to have a repeat of all that jazz. They want to make sure everything's on schedule. We get the content when we're supposed to, to the best of their ability. They also spoke about the new data centers and the new worlds that we'll be getting. Um, they had heavy emphasis on the fact that the US and the European regions will be getting new certain new worlds uh, available at some point at the start of the year. Um, uh, the roadmap is that we will have additional information by the end of January 2022. Um, and the, the Australian data centers will also be going live at some point in the near future. It's just about getting the tech and the ability to get everything set up. Um, but through some of their retail partners, they are slowly getting the materials they need to do this. And throughout the entire thing, as always, as is Japanese culture, apologies throughout and throughout and throughout and throughout. Uh, apologies until they wonder why foreigners are getting special treatment. <laughs> I actually was reading up some, some of the public responses that people have been posting about all the kind of issues that have been going on with 14. All right. Predictably Japanese. I love it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I. I I I get that there's a lot of problems. And it's a very frustrating thing. It's a very frustrating time. And it's, it's going to be a video game. It it's is going to be an yeah, video game people. It's going to be an interesting um patch release with the savage tier. It's going to see it it's going to yeah. That's going to be a clusterfuck. <laughs> Let's yeah. be honest. That's going to yeah. be a clusterfuck. We're supposed to be raiding Savage on the 6th. Because we're we're doing Thursday Mondays for our Savage raids. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we're gonna if everyone's gonna be in. Bye bye day one Savage progression. I don't I don't know if our Savage team's gonna be logged in for that because one of our guys hasn't even finished the story yet because he's and he skips the story because he can't get in. <laughs> he doesn't care about the story. He just wants to play the game with his friends. So he's skipping through it all, but he can't get in. So it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Um... Hey, Chris. Yeah. You're part of the problem. I hate you so much. 
so fucking much do I hate you. With a burning passion do I hate you. Uh, yeah. Um so that's going to be an interesting interesting series of things for you to deal with. I'm excited, I'm also worried, but I I I I it, it is what it is. Um I I'm happy with the game. Here's the thing, and I and I think the vast majority of people will agree. Once you get past the queue, the game runs like it's like it's normal. Well, it's, it, it that's because the login servers and the game servers are two separate physical entities. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like the, once once you get past the queue, there is no late lag. There's no issues. There's no latency. Not once, Christopher. If. Because if you 202 enough times in the fucking queue and you get kicked back more than once, you're done. I've done that on more than one occasion. I don't even bother trying to log in if it's after 3 or 4 p.m. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> yeah. My day goes long at work. Well, I'm not playing Final Fantasy today. I guess I'm going to go log into Icarus. If you get past the queue, the game runs smoothly. The game works. Yeah. I will attest to that. The game does run smoothly if you can get past the queue. There, there's no like because a lot of the main story is scenarioed and it's dungeons. There's no major congestion issues. There were even when it was like brand new out of the gate. So they've done well in that that sense. The game, the gameplay is smooth when when you're in. It's getting in that's the problem. Yeah. The gameplay is butter smooth, no real issues. I haven't been kicked out once. There's a lot of people who talk about having errors while they're in game and getting kicked out and having to go back to queue. I've never been kicked out. I've never had an I've error had, like that. I've had that issue, but that was, that was that was before I did the second repair. That's before I did the second reinstall. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a corruption issue. It was a corrupted game file issue. Yeah. So yeah. if if you're having that issue, run a quick run a repair. Before before you leave for work in the morning and you're good to go when you get home, just jump in queue and wait. Yep. Um. Yeah. Yes. No. I'm having. I, I'm enjoying it. There's a lot of issues, but yeah. Hopefully, yeah. we get those data centers and those servers soon. Uh, if it's anything like when they added Twentania to Europe, the new servers will have free transfer availability to all of them. So. Same and with the limited uh, creation to the server, free transfers to start with, limited creation, and then yeah, yeah, probably. Like... Same with same with the new Oceanic data centers. They'll probably have free transfers from all three data all three data regions. Um, so, Chris, do you think they're actually going to have world visits, uh, data center visits, ready for six point one? I think we'll have region wide ready. Possibly, yeah. I think region wide. I think region wide is still perfectly, perfectly reasonable to expect region wide to be ready for six one. I don't think we're going to see anything. I don't think. I think we're. I think we're going to see region. I think there might be a delay on global. I think global might be significantly delayed here, but I think region will still will it will still be a thing that's possible. That's my that's my expectation. I I hope there isn't a delay. Because I would love to be able to jump over and play with you guys, but at the same time, I I understand that there's a lot of shit going on. But I do I do I do think that we will still see region visits. I don't think we will see global visits anytime soon, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can understand for that. So that much longer before we actually get to play anything with Chris again. <laughs> Forever hey, and ever and ever. Hey, I've already mm -hmm. said to Elvie about that Dota PVE thing that he was talking about. It looks it sounds interesting. I want to give that a go. Yeah, I, I would like have... it. I would like for us to try Zombwood. That's fun. God, have I thought we were doing Wednesdays. Wednesdays. We have not sat down and played a fucking game in a while, so. Okay. We, we knew Chris was not going to be available for a bit, so. Well. The way I'm happy to show up and do stuff on a Wednesday night, so like, just let me know. If the, like, if, if if I'm not told something's happening, I'm not gonna show up. I'm just gonna keep playing 14. I think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. I think you need to just quit 14 or quit us, Chris. Choice. No, no one has to make choices you on think, Friends over video you games. Think, choice. Do you, your, do, do choice, you think you're gonna win that? Do you? I honestly think you're gonna win that. Wow, just. Nice to know where I stand on the fucking totem pole compared to Final wow. Fantasy, the award-winning Final Specifically Fantasy. Specifically, Gav. Specifically, Gav. Do you think Chris you're gonna win that? Chris likes his Catboy more than you. Chris, Chris likes his Catboy more than most people. Nice to see where I stand in comparison to Chris. Catboy's ears wiggle. It's a valid. It's a valid thing. My Catboy is adorable. I love my Catboy. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Um, I also so, love your catboy. It brings me joy. Gab, don't you hey. have a story to tell? Ah, so we're waiting to do all of Kevin's stories at the end. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this was just something that kind of popped up recently. Um, and this is more like a Chris and I kind of interest conversation, but anybody else is free to join in if they want to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Uh, they've been doing some passes on some of the older lore and story in relating to the default. What game are we talking about? Dungeons and Dragons. If you give me okay. two goddamn seconds, I would have mentioned the name Dungeons and Dragons. I need context. You would have gotten context if you shut your damn mouth. Okay. <laughs> it's okay, Kevin. I love you, buddy. Um, so they've been doing passes on some of the older default lore and story associated with various uh, races and uh, creatures in Dungeons and Dragons, fifth edition. Uh, stuff like uh, taking away a lot of the blanket statements and alignment uh, assignments that were present in the default stat blocks and stat inform and character information for various races. Uh, Things like uh, orcs aren't evil by default and, uh, you know, they aren't just, you know, all the product of rape, which that was the implication in the statement that they've made in previous editions. Um, Did the orcs union get a hold of them or something like what? Let's not there? even go into that right now, buddy. <laughs> that just sounds kind of awkward with all the talking union yeah. going on in game development right that sounds kind of awkward. Works aren't people. Wow. Jesus. I mean, they're not, right? I mean, the orcs are not <sighs> a th not an actual thing, no. They're not an actual thing, no. They don't really exist. They're not humans. Yes, they are. They are technically goblinoids, yes. Just saying. 
I so don't want to have this conversation right now. Let's David do that later. <laughs> passes on some of the because if if you've played D anD D, you know that most creatures and races have a default stat block. Yep. That is sort of like a baseline piece of information relating to this is how we normally present them in the storylines that we have in the stories mm -hmm. that we tell. This is an idea of how you can use these characters and these creatures in a story that you would like to tell. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, as they have always said, your story trumps what the stat block says. As always, that's always how it's been. But these are the defaults. Um, they've been doing some passes on some of the creatures and the races to try to update them. Especially like uh, half orcs being the product of rape and things like that. That's, you know, that they, they're kind of shying a little bit away from that, uh, which is understandable. I can kind of get that. I, I, I get that you don't want your game associated with uh, sexual violence. I get are that. There, are there any half orcs that are not the product of rape? Yes, there are. There are uh, yes, even canonically, uh, canonically and with character creation, yeah. yeah. So okay. this is just like the this is just like the the base default bit of a storytelling that was given to you in past years. Okay. I believe they got away from the half orc uh, being product of of violence. I think they got rid of that. Got away from that. I think in fourth edition, maybe third, but I'm not a hundred percent. Something like that. But one of the things they're doing right now that I kind of am not happy with is they are basically rewriting the drow. So if you don't know about the drow or the dark elves, they are a race. Uh, they are a sub race of elves that are evil. TLDR. OK. They worship an evil god who is a spider and or well, is a lady that has spiders. And just straight up kills and enslaves people. It's what they do. They're bad people from from the Underdark. Long on the shore. Um, and I didn't mind default storytelling D and D having just a hey, these are Drow. You can assume that Drow are bad. There are Drow that are different, but you should probably default assume that a Drow is out to kill you, given the opportunity. All right. They're making some justifications and changing how the lore and the story is kind of set up with them in that, you know, not all drow are followers of Lolf, uh, who is the spider god. Um, they are not all evil. It's just some of their oldest cities have fallen to the cult of Lolf. And are being used for evil purposes. I get what they're doing. I understand it. Like, Dritz Doorden is a, a lot of people think Forgotten Realms, they think Dritzdorn, who is a, a drow who was, who had moral and conscious objections to what drow society entailed and decided that he didn't want to deal with that, so he went to the surface and he found a family of people that and he became a force of good in the Forgotten Realms. Totally fine. Totally okay. And he is an outcast, but I also get kind of where they're coming from, where it's like, yeah, it's it's there's 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 some there's some uh there's a little bit of issue there, but I don't like this sort of like wholesale retelling of 
the drow as the default because i mean you already had eberron i think it was eberron and Kryn and a couple others where drow were not inherently bad they were a good species yeah but this move from the default of drow being evil to them just being another creature i don't know how i feel about that so the thing is like even even like from like going away from published stuff like even within people's own homebrew stuff like drow aren't like defaultly the bad guys so that's another that that's i i feel like they, they don't have to change the default to allow people to have some character changes you know yeah i get why, it yeah Kevin? like why is something inherently good or bad to begin with like do they have opposing viewpoints on certain things or they don't go into any of that shit? So part of the reason the drow are evil is because they enslave all other races and they feel that nothing is as superior as them, that everything else is inferior because of their God and various other reasons. Okay. So that, that to me sounds like it makes sense that they are inherently bad guys because if you come up against them, they're going to think that you're a less superior being and want to enslave you. Yeah, they're an, they, they will look at you and go, well, that's an inferior thing because it's not drow. And they'll either just kill you or enslave you. Okay. So I, yeah. I, I liked having like the mustache twirling bad guys that you could just like sort of reliably trot out every now and then. Okay, sometimes who you wouldn't immediately kill you? Guys. Huh? Who wouldn't immediately kill you? That's what you're saying. Uh, no, no, it would immediately kill you. I'm totally okay with that. It's just like the Yon T also. And fearless, we yep. do still have mustache twirly bad guys. Like they haven't like wiped the slate clean of mustache twirly bad guys. Right. They're getting rid of alignment in general, which I understand. Alignment is a alignment is if you are like not alignment. willing to play outside of your comfort zone, alignment is not great. What is it's not even again? just about outside your comfort zone. Um, well, you have to be you confident in telling a story as somebody that doesn't share your views. But but the thing is, you can play an, a character of a specific. One of one of my things with alignment is that I I will ch I will choose like an alignment for a character, mm -hmm. but then as the story progresses, as that character has some character progression, the like I feel like the alignment shifts. So alignment like, shifts were a thing in older editions of D and D. You could shift your alignment in directions. It's not something that was locked in stone, unless you're a paladin. Hmm. I just what I, is the I, alignment I feel like again? Alignment, is that the chaotics? Thing? Yeah, chaotic so, neutral, chaotic yeah, good, lawful evil, stuff like that. So I'll explain alignment in just one second, Kevin. Uh, I will actually go through it and give you an explanation for it. But uh, Chris, you were saying? Um, what was I saying? I have no idea. All right. So alignment, Kevin, is a three by three grid uh, where, uh, where one axis is uh, basically uh, lawful, true, uh, sorry, lawful, true, and then chaotic. And then your other axis was neutral, good, and evil. Okay. And there were nine potential alignments you could be. You could be 
chaotic, good, evil, or neutral. You could be lawful, good, evil, or neutral. You could be uh, true, good, evil, or neutral. Right. And I think it was were... shifted to neutral. So it was like neutral, good, neutral, evil, or true, neutral. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the whole purpose of it was to give you a sort of archetype for how your character was supposed to be developed and played. So mm -hmm. you could go, okay, well, Paladin is lawful good. It's always lawful good. Or they're true neutral. They're lawful good or true neutral. And their whole deal is they have to adhere to this code. Uh, rangers are typically chaotic because they don't like to follow laws. So you could be any kind of ranger as long as you are chaotic uh, alignment. Mm -hmm. uh, barbarians are always chaotic. They cannot be lawful. You know, so it was supposed to give you a idea of the sort of ideals of that sort of class or that sort of race. And give you a groundwork to build off of. I understand. Um, starting point. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically supposed to be a starting point. The problem is a lot of people take alignment way too seriously. And alignment has always been sort of a fuzzy gray area. So older editions of D&D were not as fluff heavy. They were more crunch heavy. When I say fluff and crunch, fluff is story. That's role playing versus mm -hmm. crunch, which is numbers. You know, that this is combat. This is numbers. This is, you know, hard math you can do. Uh, older editions of D&D were very crunchy. And they weren't very fluffy in some regards. So people who saw that your alignment for your paladin uh was lawful good and you passed by a beggar in the street and didn't give him a coin well you're not lawful good you, you you've you've you, you haven't committed this good action so you're 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 playing against alignment so your paladin is going to fall and cease to be a paladin and become a fighter of equivalent level hmm. so people take some people take alignment way too seriously some people don't take alignment at all seriously I believe that there is a room for using alignment that is makes sense, but does not hamstring the player. I mean, why? I guess I'm trying to think about why they would take it away then, because if you don't really need to use it, if you don't want to use it, I guess. They're taking it away, I think, as more of a prophylactic measure to prevent people from getting married to the idea that you have to have an alignment, you have to play to your alignment. And that's fine. Alignments can shift. That's how something I always did was that, like, if you were playing wildly against alignment to start with, and you didn't tell me, it's like, hey, yeah, my, my guy's currently in disguise, and he's, he's, he's pretending to be this person, so that's why the alignment is different than the actions. It's like, okay, that's totally fine. I get you. That's, that's good play. It's good play. I respect it. But if they're just like, they're a, they're a, they're a paladin of tear or somebody and they just start kicking doors down and burning orphanages. I'm going to be like, what the fuck, bro? Hmm. But there's, there's I mean, a middle ground that can be found. Like an alignment can shift over time. Eventually that lawful good paladin could decide that. Oh, well, God's a lie. I'm an atheist. Now I'm a true neutral atheist. Couldn't couldn't that equally just be solved with what the character's backstory is versus what their actions are that are dictating who they are becoming? You know, like 
you could build a backstory that, you know, I was this good guy and lived in the country and I was a farmer. And then, you know, my actions are kicking puppies. It's like, obviously I'm not who I was from that backstory anymore. Yeah. That's, that's what I was talking about. It's like your alignment can drift and shift over time. Right. It doesn't have to be, you're not wedded to just the idea of, well, I was born true neutral and I'll die true neutral. Right. No, the, like I said, I've had characters that are that started off chaotic good, but have shifted as the campaign has progressed, just through events in the campaign, or through character progression, or just changes in the morals because of events. It's it, it's. it's I, I I still don't like the system. <laughs> alignment is a useful shorthand for conveying very complex ideas in very simplistic ways. That's how I look at it. I mean, I, I think, yeah, I can, I can see parallels to what's happening IRL with this whole discussion. But it, I mean, it, it's just like Chris said, it's like things happen. I made decisions. My actions changed. My alignment, you know, has morphed with that. I mean, that's, that's who people are, right? And you can choose to think as the character and do actions as the character would, or you can choose to, you know, do whatever you think is right as you, a human, and then the character changes as a result of that, too. Yeah, that's fine. That's totally fine. You give me a good, compelling reason, I'm all right with whatever you want to do, my friend. Right. But some people don't. Some people just kind of view it as a black-and-white sort of dichotomy, and it's not a black-and-white dichotomy. It's a, it, this is, it's a useful shorthand, like I said. It's not meant to be the be-all, end-all of a individual of a character my it's meant to half, be a shorthand my half drive warlock is, is started off as uh chaotic good she has shifted very much so into the neutral kind of section leaning more towards um evil a little bit lawful evil the only appropriate place for evil yeah kind of leaning um, ah, so you're clearly going to be making a lich noise. It wasn't the initial plan, but she's found some interesting things. Yeah, I know. That's how liches fucking work. You start as a decent sort, and then all of a sudden you're like, I need more power. Well, yeah. So I, I have a couple. So I have a, I have a couple of dry warlocks uh, for different campaigns. One of them is just like I'm channeling Vixalia from Critical Role. Um, the other one is I want power. Power so, for the sake of power. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Both of them follow complete both of them have packed with completely different deities. And it's it's fun. I've enjoyed both of them. I've enjoyed the playstyle for both of them. I'm here to kill God and chew bubblegum and guess what? I'm ready for both. I made a paladin like that at one time that I never got to play. <laughs> um, I think the character that I've had the most fun on was my tiefling gunslinger that I made. He was he was a, he was a he was a sailor. He was fun. Was the paladin made up his own god and decided that he wanted to kill God, kill gods. 
and his faith was fervent enough that he created the spark of a god. That is kind of sick, actually. (laughs) I love that character, and I never got to play him. But that's kind of the default for me. I get to make fun, interesting characters and never get to play them, so problem is you're too good at storytelling stop being good at it and then we won't have to ask ask you to dm all the time once every six years yep um but yeah so i don't know it's like part of me wants to keep alignments but part of me also understands that they are also reductive shorthand so yeah let people be creative and come up with their own story and stop I don't think alignment I don't think alignment is needed to the point where it will ruin D&D if it's taken out. Yeah. I think people are creative enough to not have to worry about oh I'm chaotic good, I'm chaotic neutral. And taking away the alignments that are lo- that are the base default for some of these races and creatures allows for a much more diverse kind of community within a given world for those characters so like i don't feel like i i feel like the the brush that is put on all drow as they're being what was it they're chaotic evil or something like that or lawful evil they were one of them but they were marked as evil just as isn't needed because even within the real world not a, not all humans are terrible a lot of them, but not all. <laughs> yep. I, I, I get it. I get it. I understand. Just, uh, I get Yeah, It's alignment is reductive and does reduce the ability to freely play. If you are so married to the ideology of alignment defines who you are. I get it. Yeah, I think in general it's a good thing to get rid of for that reason. It's we don't need to tell people how they should act based upon a label. I mm-hmm. think overall that's a bad thing and that we should we should get rid of it even if it's role playing. So how progressive, Kevin, remove labels. Yes. I, I mean I am assuming that's it. why they're doing it in the first place. I think it's that, and there's some there's some subtle race racial undertones relating to a lot of these changes they're making, which are good Most changes. Of the that yeah, mostly the drought, <laughs> drow and orcs, especially. I think there's, mm-hmm. I think it's useful things that they're doing in that regard. But yeah, we've we've rambled about this enough. Um, yeah. I know you had a couple of things you wanted to talk about, Kevin. Yeah, I'm going to do a cyberpunk story first, get into a little bit of the game awards, and then for us to talk briefly, however much time we have left, about what games we think are good this year. Um, Starting off with the cyberpunk story, the headline reads from this uh, Eurogamer article, which we'll release in the show notes, is Cyberpunk 2077 developer settles disgruntled investors for just $1.85 million. Just. Just. <laughs> um, Just. Need, need I remind you that this game has made $563 million to date. And they, this was specifically about 
misleading information to the state of the current generation Cyberpunk 2070 games, which 2077 game, which came out and then was pulled from PlayStation uh, 4. Was it only PlayStation 4 it was pulled from? I can't remember. PS4 it was pulled from, yeah. Yeah, PS4 it was initially pulled, yes. And it also ran poorly, but not as poorly on Xbox, the original or the current generation. Well, not the current generation anymore, but last, let's say last year's Xbox. In fairness, um, even 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 next gen consoles, it wasn't that smooth on either. To be honest, that's true. But um, yeah, somehow they got away with settling a class action lawsuit that only went for one point eight five million dollars, um, paid to the class by the company and its insurers. So. I honestly can't believe that they are getting rid of getting away with everything that has happened over this. Um, right, clarification, because I want to make sure people don't think I'm insane. I know the actual PS5 and Xbox Series S X versions aren't available yet. They won't be out until the start of next year. But the, if you had a PS5, you could pay the PS4 version on it, and it was it's, it ran like shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not not sure. Um. But yeah, the, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I guess the real hit here is to their own stock price. <laughs> like, yeah, they should 70% of their value. Yeah. So, I mean, that 100 bucks to like 38 or something like that. Yeah. I think that is the real testament to like what's happened here. And, you know, this needs to be a learning experience for other game companies. Like, yeah, if your game's shit, and it doesn't run and you haven't, you know, you haven't like fully given it enough time to like go through the proper testing process. And it has a bunch of bugs in it. Gamers aren't going to like it. We're not going to play it. Reviewers are going to shit on it. I mean, yeah, that it's we're not just going to like play beta games, except Icarus, it seems anymore. <laughs> but um, especially on consoles where it's a lot harder to get patches and, you know, like the certification process and everything else associated with the console market. Yeah. It's you're expecting a near flawless experience on console to begin with. So to like not tell us or not show us that there's issues or bugs with those versions of the game uh, is really weird and fucked up and not letting reviewers like talk about it ahead of time or play it or just, Do we need, do we it need was to really go back shady. and look at the clusterfuck that was WWE 2K20? Hopefully not. <laughs> that fucking clusterfuck. It's, it's, it's becoming more common, though. That's what I'm saying. It's becoming way more common that games are just, on console, just a mess. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't understand it. I don't... Yeah, I it's, mean, I... It's... It's the current development market. Like games yeah. are getting more and more complex. They're taking more and more time and more and more money. And the culture hasn't shifted around that. And the pricing hasn't shifted around that. The price of a video game right now, except for Final Fantasy Remake on PC, is the same now as it was 30 years ago almost. A new video game is still 60 bucks. Right, but I would venture to guess that it's more about a publicly traded company trying to have a similar operating budget or less than what they did before to increase their profit margin, right? Like they, like you said, the games are more complex, but they're not staffing up to deal with that complexity. You know, it's not well, like they, you can just double or triple the staff 
to deal with like extra QA time or to fix extra bugs. They're trying to like, here's the same people we have today. This is what we're going to try to do tomorrow. So that or, we can you know, make they, a good game. They sack game. their entire uh, teams and then hire them back a month later. I mean, we weren't going to get into any of that. But um, I'm making a point there, of what can. you just uh, I'm making a point that that's that's one of the ways that it's, it's happening to show a bigger profit. True. Or just hire a bunch of contractors that are not real employees. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that, that was one so fucking degenerate. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Mm. Anyway, the second article uh, was about the Game of the Year awards. Again, take it for with a grain of salt. I mean, you may or may not like any of the games. I think the the way that I use mm. these lists are here's a bunch of p- games that people thought were good that maybe I should be checking out if I miss them or if I overlooked them last year. Or I think, here's a way to piss off a bunch of Fortnite players. <laughs> whatever. I mean, the um. Best ongoing game, which I like that naming for the game category because I feel like that's what we like playing is like ongoing games or games mm-hmm. that you know aren't just like start and stop things. Final Fantasy 14 online, best ongoing Woo! game. Um, uh, game yeah, of the, the year. Players were not happy about that, Kevin. They were <laughs> yeah. real fucking pissed. They were I real mean, fucking pissed. What about type that? of innovation have they done except putting the rock in the game? <laughs> That's not even There's innovation. A, I exactly. I mean, they're they're just like literally just like printing money over there. So, um, game of the year, it takes two. That's one of the reasons that I wanted to check it out. Which also, which also got best family game, best multiplayer game, and I think a few other categories here. Um, best game direction, Death Loop, which I watched Hot Dog play a little bit of, and I yeah, did think that, that was, was pretty fun. well done. That looked really fun. It was an interesting uh, dynamic on that game. Mm-hmm. And like great voice acting and like interesting, like how the plot changes when you do the game I again. I think wasn't weren't both of those main characters nominated for the for the voice acting voice actor category? Um, I don't know a voice actor. Uh, where is it? I swear I saw it. Best performance was won by Maggie Roberts and it was won by Maggie Roberts, yes. But both um both the uh, voice actor for Colt and the voice actor for uh, Julianne were nominated. Mm -hmm. So that was two for that one game and that in the nominations. Nice. Um Best Debut Indie and Best Indie went to Kenna Bridge of Spirits, which I thought looked like a fun game, but did not check that out. That's more like a Neth platformer game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Forza Horizon 5 which I do want to play best sports racing and audio design because it's like open world like driving a car around in Mexico which sounds fun and Does... there's a bunch of other stuff I don't want to go through all of them but one oh, that um, we yeah. were talking about this beforehand Gav and I the best community support one mm-hmm. that we, we both agreed that 14 deserved that one um, for people who are best community support, uh, recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness, uh, inclusive of social media activity and game updates and patches. 
So yes, hundred percent. I genuinely thought they deserved that one. Yeah. No, agreed. Uh, just from agreed. just from everything that's been going on, even even just now, the amount of transparency and the amount of updates uh, from man from fucking the team. cried on camera. The man, the that not the first time. See when they were launching two point he was weeping on camera as well when they launched it. There's whole, just. Pr- Thanking people for uh, putting up with all the failings and putting up with them trying to fix everything. Man is but passionate th- about the video game, okay? He is passionate. Yoshi P is just passionate about this franchise. Was, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think what I wanted to do then is just kind of open it up to you guys. Like, what games did you like this year? And, like, what do you think people should check out if they, if they passed over? Oh, Chris, what game did you like this year? I think what games other than 14 that I've played this year that are single player or something like that. But the only thing I can think of is Mass Effect, but that's an older game. It was a re- it was a remaster. It, it was a re-release, but it doesn't matter. I mean, if that was one of the best single players you did of the year, that's one oh, of the best players you did. The, the Mass Effect franchise, the first three games, and I know you give me shit for it, and so does Elby and Andromeda. Um, it's honestly, it's the best single player experience I've ever had in my entire life. I think I have mostly oh. just been playing online games with you all this year. Generally, let me fire up Steam and see if there's anything I was playing. I was playing I mean, a lot of Destiny, we, but we played a bunch of. The, I guess one of the things that I liked about this year was that we didn't have to just all play the same MMO to have fun. We got to play a bunch of different games. We've had some fun this year with some games. The the one that LB's got us all into Pulsar has been really Pulsar is what it's called, yeah. Yeah, I did enjoy Pulsar that. Pulsar has been really fun. I do. I am sad we haven't played more of that. Um, mm. We've we had a lot of fun over the last year year and a half with Among Us. I have learned many things about myself that I didn't know. <laughs> um. I it'd be the, nice to just to just sit and chill and just play other games with each other rather than just focusing on one individual game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the, the the reasons why I liked Pulsar was that like everyone had a job to do and you had to do those jobs together, which I think captain. is the coordination aspect of it, I think, is lost in some other games. It's I, like, I, yeah. I will say I, I am sad that the the bridge commander one for start the star trek equivalent to that wasn't as in depth as pulsar was because mm-hmm. i would have loved to have actually got you guys in the star trek one because i'm a star trek fucking love star trek yeah plus it would be really interesting to go through some of that stuff um and actually have like gav like an engineering doing stuff on the warp core and all that jazz. Because I think that's a franchise, that's a universe all of us know really well. Mm-hmm. So it would have been really interesting to be able to do it in that universe. Agreed. I, I think, I think it, it shows you that you can add complexity to a game and still have it be fun. I oh, think complexity a lot of isn't a bad thing. It just has to be done right. Mm-hmm. I think mine was. It's just games I've been playing a lot. Uh, probably like Stellaris, No Man's Sky, things like that. Just things I've been playing a lot of. I don't have... Oh. You know me. I, I just kind of bop around games a lot. So what? it... 
What's that frozen one you got me to play? Frostpunk. That was real fun. I was a monster in that game. <laughs> I was a terrible, terrible person. That yeah, was fun. I mean, there's, there's, there's just a lot of games that I liked to just... I That's always been my thing. I'm a little ADHD when it comes to video games. Um, I just... I play something for about a, two weeks or so, and then I kind of bop around. Like, right now, I'm playing No Man's Sky every two weeks because they're redoing the expeditions from earlier in the game. Uh, so I can go back and get some of the stuff that was that you can't really get anymore. And yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. I mean, I I really enjoy investing time and energy into a game and feeling like after I come back to a game, I, I'm able to make small incremental progress and kind of continually progress my characters. And I think that that's, you know, I that was kind of happening for me in um, Warframe for a while. Like I, I was feeling like, yeah, I'm logging in every day and I'm making small progress. But at the end of the day, I was just logging in and doing the same activity over and over and over again for like two hours. And you it need, felt very Diablo-ish. You need novelty in your games. I don't personally, I don't really need novelty. I just need something that's got an engaging enough loop. You know I mean, what the, I... I don't I don't know what you mean by novelty, but novelty it's, means it just something got too repetitive. That that's exactly what novelty means. You need something different when you log in to play every time. You need it to be engaging to you in different ways, not just the exact same way every time. I mean, I th I thought I was getting that by like get having different guns and trying different frames and stuff. Nah, but fam, it's Warframe. It it's, it's Warframe. Warframe's the same thing. Same thing every time. Yeah. You know, you know what I've really enjoyed over the last couple of like three, four months, mm -hmm. um, Gloomhaven. I mean, I mean, I, I, I think I played about four hours of Gloomhaven, uh, mm -hmm. over the last couple months. Um, so, does the digital version include Jaws of the Lion? I don't know what that is. Jaws of the Lion is the what prequel is story to Gloomhaven. I don't think it. Does it may? Oh, I'm not understand. I, 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 like, I, I don't know if the I don't know what the individual stories I are. I own the physical box copy of. Jaws oh, then it might. It, 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 sh it should. Oh, it, it, whatever is available in the physical default box. It's not is available. Box. It is a. It, it is not, a side it game. Not, it'll probably be coming. It'll probably come eventually, but not right. Not yet. Then. I just didn't whatever, want to spend two hundred bucks on the fucking box version of Gloomhaven. With what is Gloomhaven? Gloomhaven is a tabletop RPG. It is basically, it is affectionately known as D&D &D in a box. Right. That doesn't require a dungeon master. The game runs itself. Yep. And there is now a digital version of it. Um, it's very fun. It's very, I've had is a lot of fun with it. There. It yes. is. Uh, party uh, of four. Six. Oh, it's four. Oh, online four for digital. I don't know if, yep. I don't know if, uh, don't know about the box game but the so online version is for started as a wildly popular kickstarter that mm -hmm. made millions of dollars and shipped mm -hmm. um it kind of set the stage for the modern board game renaissance on kickstarter and crowdfunding platforms yep um kind Thank of raised the, bar, raised the bar for having um like high quality miniature sculpts available in the game, high quality materials, things like that. Um, and they recently did a jump to digital by releasing their own personal digital client rather than you having to go play it 
some guy's half-assed coded version on Tabletop Simulator. Yep. Okay. It's very good, honestly. It's 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 a very interesting game. Uh, it's it's role playing light. Let's put it. It's, that way. it's very light role playing. Yeah. It's very fun though. It's, mm-hmm. I've had a I've had a lot of the 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 class I was running with initially was the tinkerer, uh, the healer of the group. She's very fun. Um, uh, and I finished that story and I've moved on to, um, oh, the Doom Assassin or something like that. He's he's awesome. He's a or something. badass archer with doom mechanics. Oh, I love it. Yes, very fun. Nice. Uh, now, yeah. Did you have a game of the year or, or a game that you enjoyed this year? I mean, I played the shit out of Vanguard and Warzone and stuff like that, but I wouldn't really call them my game of the year to be honest. Um, just because you know. I, I don't know that I did this year. Like, I played a lot of stuff, but nothing that, like, I'd be like, oh, my God, like, must play. I need you to go play this Not right Assassin's now. Creed? Um, I mean, Mass Effect? Okay, Mass Effect was pretty fucking cool, to be honest. Um, fuck, I don't know. I mean... Hmm. It, Honestly, not Assassin's Creed because I haven't finished it. Yeah, That's impressive for which, you, though, to be honest. Which is unusual for me that I, mm-hmm. but I, it's it. The Hala is so fucking huge. Like each each one they've put out has gotten bigger and bigger. And like I got to a point where it was like, oh my god, I need a break from this. Like as much as I love the games, I needed a fucking break. Um. No, nah, I. I mean, like, everything I've played, I've had fun with, but there's nothing that's been like, oh, my God, you must buy this. Like, there really hasn't for me this year. Hmm. Which is kind of sad. It's kind of sad, though. It (laughs) is. That is what it is. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is really sad that I don't have a... I have an easy out for you, okay? Yeah. Eternal March. What? Eternal March. Fuck is that? It's well, considering it's currently uh March five hundred and the five hundred and twenty-sixth, I think. What are you talking about? I'm confused. It it March never ended last year, guys. Oh. Oh it's okay. Eternal March. Eternal okay. March. March never ended, so you don't have any new game of the year because it hasn't been a new year yet, Neff. I mean, it doesn't really feel like it has been, so. Yep. Feels like we're yeah, still... LB, we need to get back into playing that again. Uh, LB, Jesus. LB said Valheim was his game because Stone is a person, and that is 100% correct. <laughs> Val, Valheim, I think, was a very unique experience that... Um, sure. We... <laughs> I mean, we built a house. We had we had roles that we created for ourselves. We we I searched was the, the world. One who found a boat and made a boat and sailed across the world. Crashed the boat. Yeah, <laughs> many times. I I do have to say, watching you crash the boat and then having you go back to get the fucking boat—that was and probably one of the most the enjoyable things about fucking that game. And then crashing the second boat and then oh, having and to de- make a and third de- boat. and decorating my room. I liked decorating my room. 
<laughs> but I I wanted to enjoy that game because we were all playing together. I really and truly did. But like, it, it just there was no purpose. Yes, there was there was no reason for anything. <laughs> I mean, I want something like that that's persistent and has like more of what Icarus is, right? Like it has skill trees, it has progressions, it has you quests that depth. you can do. What depth and complexity? Right, but with a pers- maybe with like a persistent world, you know, like if we could build a base and keep a base, but and then go do those missions, that that's would be what like outposts are for. But the outposts have no effect on your regular game. Right. So it doesn't matter. But it still does. I mean, that I like that. I'm looking forward to something like a second life where we can like go and do things and build things and be creative and mine things. And, you know, I'm sorry. A second life. Isn't that that game that people like go on and have sex and yeah. sell themselves? Yeah. Okay. And sell everything. Yeah. I, mean, I just wanted to make sure that that was what Kevin was referred to. Yeah, I mean, well, like that, but like... I have played Second Life, and it's not all just sex and I selling yourselves. Okay, it's the I only thing I've ever heard about that game. A lot no, of it is, but not all of it is. The, the game okay. had or has, I don't know, I haven't played the game in like 10 plus years, but yeah, I've had same. a very vibrant user community. Like I, I was in a group of friends, and we built, uh, we made uh, the destiny from star trek universe on it it was really cool that's cool so yeah it has a working stargate system on it which is really cool but yeah and 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 like we bought a server so that we could like have people and like people were logging in when we weren't in the game and like hot dog joined for a while and he was building like this massive house and Mm -hmm. you know it was it was fun yeah yeah it was really cool um but yeah, I mean, I that's what I'm looking. That's what I think Icarus is kind of improving upon because it has the skills and it has the quests, and you can kind of progress things that way as well. Make a try, get you. Um, yeah, but can't you guys only have like a group of three, four, four? I believe it's might be more than three. I'm not even sure. Let me go take a look. I think it's up to eight, actually. <laughs> I have Steam <clears throat> open. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Hunt Showdown because we did play that this year as well. And we should have that for like a month, and then we just stopped. Everybody, we both, we all three of us just like stopped. I mean, it it's it's the feeling that I now equate to. This is an LB game. It's that <laughs> feeling where you know I'm all tense and I'm worried that I'm going to get killed by a player. And lose all my shit, you know. And I don't know. I guess LB likes that feeling. I don't. Um, I don't like having to worry about other players trying to kill me. I like playing cooperative games where we work together instead of, you know, a cooperative game where you're hunting or being hunted by other other players. But it was a unique. It was unique in that you know it's PVE VP. So you can do objectives and you can complete the game as if you're playing versus the computer, but there's other players in the game with you that can fuck your day up and you have to be worried about. I mean, the the thing that it has that other games don't is you have to be careful. You can't just run around like a chicken with your head cut off. You have to be 
deliberate about your actions and even the sounds that you make because like if you walk over a piece of glass other people can hear that or if you shoot your gun even so i think those are those are things that you don't get in other games even in warzone i mean you have to be careful in warzone but this is at a whole different level than that that i think is really engaging and fun So anyway, I wanted to, wanted to make sure that that game got a shout out because it's, it's definitely worth picking up and there's definitely people that play it and have fun with it, but not something that I could play all the time just due to the, the amount of, or how tense I get when I play it. Um, we also played Satisfactory and... There was another one that was like that that we played with Gav. Scrap Hero. My Scrap, friends uh, were tribal. obsessed with Satisfactory. Like, insanely my so. My kid. Not my type of game. It's no. Spawn played the shit out of it. Still plays the shit out of it, but not my thing. Kev, do you remember Dean from BlizzCon? Yeah. He mm-hmm. played the fuck out of Satisfactory. Interesting. That's all I ever heard from him the like month build up to Endwalker. It's all I heard. It, it's it scratched a very mechanical and automation niche that is niche? that I haven't seen in a niche that's been in other games. Americans say um, niche. <laughs> I know, but it made me cringe. Yeah, that's what Whatever. it is. Um so yeah I mean you can set shit up so that like shit just runs and it like automatically builds shit for you and trains and you know pathways and stuff it's just it's it was really f- cool and fun but it just kind of gets boring after a while because it really doesn't have that end game that um like death would say it doesn't have a point i need my games to have a point damn it <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I get it. I understand, but yeah. <clears throat> Anything like, else you I, want to I've talk never about? understood Minecraft for the same reason. Like, it. it oh no! Never... So here's the thing: I don't know what it is, but like Minecraft, I will play the fuck out of that. I will go in creative mode and I will just build shit. See, and I'll I'll watch the spawn do stuff, and you know, like, but it's not my thing. Like, I just. I've tried, and I'm like, oh, it's fucking mindless. There's like, I no. I love Minecraft, but only only if I'm in creative mode, and only if I'm just building shit tons of stuff. I'm tr- I'm trying to like put my finger on like why isn't Minecraft something that's as good as I think these other games are, and I think it's. I think it's probably the RPG elements, I guess, and the someone's probably so- made a nod for it. For me, Minecraft is better because it's got it's, it's got creative mode. It allows me to just sit in uh, mode where I have access to all the materials, access to all the things. I can fly. I can instantly destroy stuff. I can instantly build stuff. That I have more fun with than anything we were doing in the other game. Yeah, I, that that to me is more of like okay, here's a piece of paper and a pen. Do whatever you want to do with it, and it's. I think this is more of like, what can I do in the confines of having to survive the world? You know, knowing that, you know, every everything that we're being 
like everything that LB is building has to be built with the thought that, you know, it could instantly get burned down. We could, you know, it could get struck by lightning. <laughs> there could be other, you know, fires that come from other places, but um, like you have to do stuff and still survive at the same time, which, yeah, it's annoying to keep your health up and oxygen up and stuff. But to me, that adds another level of complexity to it that like makes everything I else, it enhances everything else that I do. Right. Because you have to be worrying about those things too. And, and like, right. frankly, that's what I like doing in the game is like making sure that people have food and oxygen and water and stuff so that there's, you know, um, they can go off and do the things that they would typically do in a game without having to worry about those things. Mm -hmm. I got it. Anyway. I will disagree. So yeah, I'm just going to go be a survival game main and um, I'll be like Chris and you'll never see me again. <laughs> never ever again. <laughs> Gosh. I stand by my love for 14, okay? Don't don't give me your shit. I'm glad. Y'all see me um, all too often sitting in the chat room by myself. I mean, there were some other like co-op games that I wanted to look at. Like the Alien Fire team looked fun. That's still available. And there's a game called GTFO that's out. Um, I brought that up. Oh yeah. That's right. I brought GTFO up ages ago. We never got around to looking at it. Well, it just came out of early access last week. So, yeah, and it's on sale. That might be something to take a look at now. Um, I don't know if I'm really looking forward to any games on the horizon except for the 3D Pokemon game, which I hope doesn't suck. Oh, um... Arceus? Ar Ar Arcus, yeah, Arceus. Yeah, no, I'm excited for it. I'm quite excited for Arceus, to be honest. Yeah. That looks, like, super exciting. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. I'm looking at game releases for 2022 because I can't think of anything that's coming that I'm like, oh, I really want to play that. Well, Arceus is Breath of the Wild mixed in with the Pokemon, so I'm excited. <sighs> I'm thinking looking forward to Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak or whatever the hell it's called. New expansions oh, yeah. to existing games. I don't think so. Uh, Elden Ring comes out this year. We've mentioned that a thousand times. I never uh, played the first one, so I don't know. Elden Ring is the first of its kind, so it's the first in its series. Is that the space one? Uh, No. Um, I'm hype about Space Marine 2 if it comes out in 2022. It's been 10 years since that game, since the first <laughs> one came out. So. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, if it actually releases. I, we're not, I don't think we're going to see Baldur's Gate uh, 3 until, yeah, until, the, until, until releasing until the, either the end of 22 or the start of 23. Yeah. Because we've still not got all the classes in, never mind everything else. Yep. But, I mean, no, I I, but the thing is, it's a game I'm willing to wait for. Yeah. I'm happy to wait for it. I'm waiting well, for Monk. 100%. I'm, I'm waiting for Monk. <laughs> Always be punching. I'm just, 
I'm just like maybe Starfield is a game I'm looking forward to, but that's not out until November next year. That's the Bethesda game I was thinking of. Um, but I'm happy to wait for any game if it means that the game's going to be playable when I can actually play it. And like technically, it runs on my PC, and you know it doesn't have a lot of gameplay bugs in it. You know, a game I'm waiting for. What? Graphics card buying simulator 2022. Oh, let's not talk oh, about fucking finally, graphics cards. You're start doing that again. No, uh, I think I'm fine right now, but I need to start considering upgrading my wife's at some point soon. Uh, the I mean, 1660 Super does everything I need it to do, except for run Icarus at good settings. They're going to be re-releasing the 3050 again. I don't uh, give like, a shit. They're going backwards. Like I don't understand like what's going on. I, I can run 14 shit. with a really good G shader on. I'm happy. All right. Well, do we have anything else we wanted to talk about here, guys? And ma'am? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Kevin? I'm good. Uh, Chris? Okay. All right. If I'm we're good. feeling good there, uh, does anybody have any final thoughts? Since this is... I don't know if we'll be doing a show on New Year's Day. No, so. that's going to be the last show no, until the fifteenth or the eighth, whatever we decide to do. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what we end up doing there. But yeah, so yeah, we'll. Uh, yeah. So this will be our last show of the year, folks. Does anybody have any final thoughts? Let's start with Chris. Um. Just be smart and be safe. Just have a good have a good holiday, have a good new year, but just please be smart and safe about it. I know people I know people yeah. are like, we're out of the pandemic. We're not out of the fucking pandemic. Nope. Smart and be safe. <laughs> Kevin? Uh happy is it five years or six years? Five five years. Five years. Happy yeah. five years to everyone. Yeah. That's so we've been at this for a while now since our last time still would terrible. have been Black Friday, <laughs> but I wasn't. We didn't have a show Black Friday. No, we did not. And uh, five years, and we haven't got good at this yet. Nope. Um, Neff. Happy holidays to everybody. Enjoy it, whether you're with your blood family or chosen family. Uh, I'll be doing Mulligan Christmas in January, so. What is that? Mulligan Christmas is you're not doing Christmas with the with the people you are dealt. You're doing Christmas with the people that you chose. Uh, cool. Yay. Magic the Gathering references. Nice. I got those references. Yeah. Mulligan Christmas. I've done Mulligan Christmas most years, so. And me. Um. I'm going to piggyback on Chris and Kevin, like Kevin, like happy five years, y'all. We've been at this for a fucking long time. Um, <laughs> yeah, just a long fucking time and get, 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 stay safe, wear your mask, get vaccinated, get your, get your boosters, do your shit. Don't no drink and drive, all that stuff. Yep, exactly. Um, just have a happy holidays and Love the people you love and you do you, Bubba. All right. Um, that'll be the show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Coast to Coast EU. Kevin is at Swing Cat with a K. 
Chris is at Akari underscore mag. I, of course, am at Gavril, two eyes, one L underscore E-T. Neth is at Nethwinch. Send us emails to feedback at tctceu.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, join us live on Saturdays when we record and stream the show here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash ctceu. Uh, for links to today's show you, and our Discord, visit the website at tctceu.com. Choose to review SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is that you listen to podcasts through. Say happy holidays and a happy new year, y'all. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year.